It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Looking Bonsoir. good after a week of vacation. Yes, thank you so much, Simon. Yes. It was a nice holiday. I was in Philly uh, ah. seeing some friends, my old hometown. And shout out to Mix 106, all our listeners there. I was in yes. New York for a little while. Did you have a nice vacation as well? I had a great vacation. A vacation I was in Ohio and then I went on a little road trip. But, you know, I'm a huge YouTube fan. Yes. And so I saw them not only in Boston, but I saw them in, in Cleveland uh, on July You're a groupie. 1st. You're a YouTube groupie. I'm a YouTube fan. I'm not a groupie because groupies <laughs> do things I don't do. Oh, they do but things you don't do. I don't do. They do the ooh-la-la. But you don't do, do that. ooh-la-la with, uh, with, with Bono. You. No, no. no. Oh, th- that's so, nice. Yeah. And I saw the pictures of you and your brother hanging out from Paris. That he came to visit for my birthday How you nice. know, a couple weeks ago. You guys that- look so much alike. I don't think so. I think you do. You think so? The only difference is a little bit of hair on he, top. He, a, but lot, a lot more hair. He also has green eyes, and he's a bit taller than me. Face, but face. You guys look alike. I see the resemblance. Really? I do. I do. You're you're very handsome, Simon. Oh. I'll say that. I'm not going to say one is more <laughs> handsome than the other, but you're more handsome. Anyway. I, I think he's a younger version <laughs> of him. No, you're me. the you're the uh, sexy, distinguished, clean-cut version. Oh, I like I'm, it. He's wild and savage. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm Bell Ben. Well, I like that, too. I like that, too. <laughs> So I'm I'm glad you had a nice vacation, honey. So listen, Thank you. we're all about love and dating and romance on this show. We hope that you had a lovely romantic uh, break as well. Hopefully you had a break. But I want to talk about um, getting the girl of your dreams. Because Simon, yes, I know during this trip with your brother or whatever, you did not meet the girl of your dreams. I did not. And this is the goal for 2017. It is. So let's. Half. Yes, I want to find you the love of your life. 30 ways to get the girl of your dreams. We're not going to go through all 30, but let's <laughs> talk about the ways to do that when we come back on the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to the Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. I'm Angie Taylor. Simon. Angie we're, Taylor. We're all about love and dating. You are single. I am married. And this is your year to find Fingers a woman. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. The woman of your dreams. And we found this article on men's fitness. Do you read men's fitness ever? No, I don't read. Uh, They have a lot of good articles about being a single man and finding the woman of your dreams and, you know, things to do. But Mm -hmm. this is some of the things. And I want to know, I'm sure you do all of these because you are very suave (laughs) and you're very romantic. You are French. You you cannot possibly be doing anything wrong in this department. But let's just talk about some of these things. And you let me know if you're on with these or not. There's 30 ways to get the girl of your dreams. I'm not going to go through all 30, but let's talk about some of them. Sure. Number one, think more about who you are than how you look. A person with positive personality traits is much more attractive to females than the same person without those traits. Uh, So make sure that you boost your brain, win more dates. It's not all about looks. Agreed. You are all brains, you are all charm and your looks. You're the you're the what we call the triple threat or the unicorn. The uni, unicorn <laughs> what man. What does that mean triple threat? Triple threat. You are brains, uh funny and looks. You're all three. Uh, no, just humble servant. That oh, would please. be my title, not triple please. threat. Here's another one. Be authentic. Okay, so if she's the one for you, she'll be attracted to who you truly are. So be yourself, and if that isn't enough for her, no worries. It will be for the one that finds you. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that in mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. aspect of life. Me it's, too. I built my radio career around it, like just being who I am. Some parts are really ugly. Some parts are okay. And if some you still love me, beautiful. oh, thank you. If you still love me, then I'm lucky, right? Um, <laughs> get her laughing is one of them. 
Yes. Yeah. Oh, so true. We want all on. Yes. And don't you feel humor. the same about a woman too? You want a woman with a sense of humor. Ah, so much. It's it's huge in life. Keep it light. It's a huge tool to have in life to be able to laugh. I agree. About 97%, listen to that number, 97% of single women say that a funny man is as important as how he looks. And I've dated men who are funnier than good looking in the past and it's because it's so attractive to be funny you have to have a little bit of brains to have that sharp wit you have to have some confidence to throw those jokes out there and that sense of humor so there's a lot that goes into being funny it's not just being hey why did the chicken cross the road guy it's about you know finding humor in everyday little things so I think that's a really big important one Um, find love on aisle nine what does this mean yeah what does that mean the low-key Friendly vibe of a grocery store. Give some level of comfort and safety. If the cues are right, if you're making that eye contact, walk over and introduce yourself. Even somewhere like the grocery store because people are like, oh, I don't know. They're squeezing watermelons. Should I go over and say hi? If you're getting the eyes, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know. Okay. Okay. You say a lot about eye contact, how important that is. Absolutely. Body language, right? Huge. And that's one of the things on here. Look for the linger. If she keeps close to you, if her eyes are on you, if she's a little awkward sometimes, you know, you know when to make the first move. You know, and that I would add also the music of her voice, the high pitch, the low pitch, which, the low pitch, because that really resonates in her comfort level, right? Our voices get higher as women yes. when we are attracted to a man. There's something very biological about it that it makes us sound more feminine. I have this very low voice, but if I'm like, hi, Simon. That's the seducing <laughs> voice, right? Yeah. So I, the music of your voice it gives me a lot about who you are. I like that. Um, here's one, Simon. I don't know if you're down for. Get a dog. Get a dog? Get a dog. Explain. Then go to the dog park. To a good woman, a dog equals a good man. Uh, you know you have something in common. If The dog park is the best place to pick up a woman because... It's an instant conversation starter. Like, oh, your dog is so cute. What's his name? How long have you had this dog? What kind of dog? And it also shows that you can commit to something mm-hmm. uh, other than yourself because it's a responsibility to have a dog. It's, listen, it's funny you say that because I've heard that advice many, many times. Thing is, I live in a condo, so I'm not huge having the dog in the condo. Right. Uh, but I get it. I mean, yeah, it's the same reason I think that women are attracted to single fathers. If you see a man with a baby, it's, oh my gosh, you can commit to something. You have a heart. This is amazing. No, it's true. So other, true. Yeah. So, so true. Because otherwise we think you're just sitting on the couch eating pizza and watching sports all day. Here is like something you're giving your this, heart to. You can be caring men. If, yes. If you're very caring with your child, with your dog, women relate to that. Exactly. That you're a caring person. You have a, heart, you have a nurturing quality to you. Absolutely. Exactly. Well, let's go to the phone, Simon. We have sure. some people that want to call up and talk about what you should do to make yourself the most attractive person to a woman. Now, this is for the men, and maybe some of the women can call in too and tell us their tips. 855 905 8255 when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So, we're talking to you, single guys, 30 ways to get the girl mm-hmm. of your dreams if the girl is what you're into. And, Simon, you're single. I am. You've been talking about, you have all these things except for the dog. Uh, we got to get you a puppy. Because, man, puppy and tequila, I will go anywhere you are if you have those two things. So let's go to the phones. 855-905-8255. Listening on Mix 106 in Philly. Hey, Janae, how are you? Hey, how you doing there? 
Hey, bonjour, bonjour. Thank you for listening. You have something to contribute. What can what can men do to get you? Well, I was listening to what you were saying. Mm -hmm. So I agree with most of them, but I'm going to give you my rundown, okay? Okay. The Mm -hmm. first one, don't focus on your looks. That is true because some of you look crazy. So don't (laughs) focus on that. Focus on the inside. Let the inside shine out. Right, so because haven't you been that. haven't you been Wait. around a bunch of guys or like a group of guys, and there's a couple of good looking ones, and there's a couple that maybe you wouldn't go for on the street, but they start charming your socks off, and you're like, oh my gosh, I like you. Forget about what? this supermodel over here. I'd like to ask, what do you mean by cr- you guys? Some of you look crazy. Can yeah, you crazy define, how? I want to make sure I'm not well, that guy. Some, some guys just look crazy. You know, they don't get themselves together. They want to wear rompers and stuff. Oh, no, the I rompers. Wear what? A romper. What Do you know that? what a romper is? I don't. Simon, a it's romper. A it's a like a one like I've worn them. Jill wears them. It's like a one piece little outfit, but men wear them now too. They call the romp him, yeah. Janae, by the way. The romp him is what they call them. <laughs> Janae, can you hold on for one second? Because we gotta take a break, but I want to come back and ask you yeah. more of your tips. This is very good. Yeah. Please hold on. More okay. of how to get the girl of your dreams when we come <laughs> back on the rendezvous. Uh-huh. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. We're talking about how to get the girl of your dreams. Mm-hmm. We're all love, dating, and romance, and we are on the phone with Janae, still listening on Mix 106 in Philly. Thanks, Janae, for hanging on. You had uh, some great tips. What are the other tips that you have for men? Now, the other thing that I like that you said was be yourself. Yes. yes. Don't be pretending to be somebody else. If you were broke, Act like you're broke. That yes. way I know it from beginning. You know what you're getting into. And you know what? If you are broke, <laughs> don't be scared. There are women that will still love you because you're broke. Don't we all know scared. about a struggle. Yes. Somebody out there going to love a crackhead and take them in and, <laughs> and treat them like gold. But I want to know it beforehand, so I don't waste my time. Well, at least give me the option of deciding whether I want to be with it or not. So if you're lying the whole time, and then I find out down the road, I'm not going to believe a word that comes out of your mouth from there on out, right? Right. You have to be honest. Yes. What else, Janae? Anything else you got for us? So now, walking over and introducing yourself. Thank you. I I grew up in New York, and I'm from the hood, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Now, when I you walk over and you introduce yourself, I better have given you an invitation or an eye or something. Because if you roll up on me unbeknownst, it might go, you know, <laughs> it, it, it could get ugly. Well, this kind of goes in line with what so we were saying about body tricky. body language, right? The eye contact. You have to know that no, I'm looking no. at you. If it's the don't come over here or if it's a yes. Well, there's different eyes for that, though, right, Janae? You have the come over here eyes and then you have the don't even try it eyes, That's right? right. And they, they know my don't come over here eyes. If you get that twisted, you deserve to get a beat down. <laughs> ah! No, no violence, please. No, 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 no violence. Janae, no yes, violence. No violence. Janae, I love you. Oh, Thank no you violence. so much. Thanks for no calling violence. into the rendezvous. Thanks for yes. listening in Philly. And we got okay. more of these, so make sure you stick around and listen when we come back on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie.
Hello, welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel, our French romance expert. And your humble servant, Angie yes. Taylor. Always your humble servant. Looking for love. That and, is true. Uh, we're, you're going to find it this year. I know it's going to happen for you. I feel it in my bones. Okay, and <laughs> I hope so, Angie. Yes, we're talking about how to get the girl of your dreams. We've had some calls on this. I found this list on mensfitness.com. And I think there's some good points on here. There's 30 of them. We're not getting to all of them. But um, we talked about some of them, like uh, get a dog think more about who you are than how you look be real mm-hmm. make her laugh i mean that's a big one um so let's do a couple more okay sure, sure. and you'll like this one know when to play the old-fashioned gentleman and you're all about romance it says treat her right make her feel special respect her and a feminist streak is great but bury it when the bill comes 77 percent of couples say the guy should pay on the first date. And I'm part of the 77%. That's the way I was raised. That's the way I believe. It's old school. I believe if you ask a woman on a date, you're asking her out. You're treating her. Just like if I asked someone to come to my home for dinner, I wouldn't make them pay half of dinner. That I'm, is, I'm buying their dinner. I'm making their dinner. That is the basis of my thinking. If you invite somebody somewhere, you pay you for You pay it. for it. Exactly. exactly. Um, know her go-to mode of communication. That means, um, does she like emails or does she think they're tacky or text messages? Is Are phone calls annoying to her? Some people work all day. They can't sit on the phone. you got to find out what her comfortable mode of communication is. Absolutely. And it's, sometimes it's not the same as yours. And you can be like, oh, she's not texting me back all day. What does that mean? Or vice versa. Um, I like this one, too. If you cancel a date, you need to reschedule ASAP. Um, consistency ASAP. So is key. True. Yes. Yeah. I If I've ever canceled a date, I always say if you do cancel a date and say, hey, we have plans on Friday mm-hmm. or something, mm-hmm. I don't want to cancel day of. I try not to unless it's an emergency. And I would say, hey, I can't go out now on Friday because of whatever, but I'm available on Saturday or I'm available on Tuesday. I want to give somebody a follow-up available date so they know that I'm still interested. Absolutely, Angie. Yeah. 100%. I agree with that. Because if somebody just cancels and then you never hear from them again, it's like, what, am I supposed to keep working on this? No, you're not. No, no that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, don't forget, sex isn't a contest. Doesn't matter how long you go. <laughs> Or uh, if you get there every time, sometimes it's about the closeness and the connection. And when I say get there every time, you know what I mean. So it's not always a contest. We don't always it's have to. It's never about a context. Right. Not just not, right. What is it about? It's about sharing an extraordinary moment of intimacy together. Yes. That's what sex is about. The closeness. It's called making love. Thank you. Yes. Um, be passionate about showing respect. Let her know how much you admire her and look up to her. I think that's such, such an important thing. Instead of saying, you're so hot. I think you're the hottest girl I've ever seen. I think you're so hot. No, say, I really admire how hard you work or what a great mother you are or what a great girlfriend you are to your friends or how big your heart is and what you do. Like, find something. Yes, because when you do this, you don't want to objectify somebody and you, and a woman is not a nice spot like is sitting on the on the on the kitchen sink. So that is why when you stop talking about just the hotness or the physical, she becomes a whole human being. Right. That's the difference. Yeah, because we want to know more. We're women. We're used to being objectified every day. We want to know that somebody that we're with that cares about us sees beyond what everybody else on the just street. The shape of your face, yes. your arms, or everything else. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. Fight gently. 
in the moment, men often forget they're larger and their voices are deeper. So keep that in mind um, because it can come across as very harsh and brash to women. Women like to talk things out. And Angie, yes, talk softly. Talk softly. We men do not like men shooting or yelling at them. That's what, I've heard many That's women, what this says. Women's Women say men's voices are yeah. deeper, larger, so harsher. Softly, guys. Yeah. I, I have a problem doing that myself. I'm the opposite. I'm a woman with a very loud voice. You have a good voice, yes. Um, no, Strong it's voice. Not energy. when we're fighting, though. If we're fighting, I'm very loud and I project a little bit too much. <laughs> um, if you need to call it quits, do it in a nice way. We all know when we're not feeling it anymore when not the just the attraction but the desire and communication are gone you have to do it the right way because it's good karma and it's just a you know right thing to do absolutely you everybody needs a hello everybody needs a goodbye so respect that too I a agree. Huge thing in life. Yeah, yeah, hello and a goodbye, and we're Always. all grown-ups. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, Simon, yes, you gave some uh, great points great there. And there are people that want some more advice from you. So when we come back, we're going to take some emails. Uh-huh. Simon and Angie on our social, simonandangie.com. We're going to play, not play, but we're going to read a bonjour, Simon Marcel ah, email. Bonjour, bonjour. I am ready. I <laughs> love those emails. Yes, when we come back on The Rendezvous. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel. Angie Taylor. French romance expert. People want advice from you. You are very soft and kind and knowledgeable when it comes to love and dating and romance. So Uh let's go to the email. If you want to send one for Simon or anybody on the show, it's simonandangie.com. You can find our email there. So this one comes from Gabby, who is listening on Now 105.1 in Des Moines, Iowa. She says, bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Gabby. I've been on three dates with a man. He seems like a good guy. But on each of these dates, he's brought up his ex. Nothing crazy. He'll just mention something that they did together or a place that they were. Mm-hmm. They broke up over a year ago after being together for four years. So I get that they have a shared history, but I'm worried that he still has feelings for her. What do you think? So, you know, if they're at Target, he'll be like, oh, I remember in this discount aisle how my ex and I used to shop here. Is Why do you keep bringing it up? What do you think, Simon? He keeps bringing it up, Gabby, because sometimes he still think about her. Because what I like about it, he owns it. So he could he could quietly thinking about his mind, uh, but he owns it. It's not against you. It's memory invade him, and then it brings back a memory with her. Um, Is there a way that she can say to him that she doesn't like to hear about the ex all the time? Is there some sort of way that could be like this? Kind of hurts my feelings. You can say that after. I mean, it's only three dates. I don't know if they had to. True, I don't know true. where they three are. Three dates. You're right. So I, I'd rather Gabby to wait a little bit, and then I would say after you've had the ulala, you are entitled to a different set of rules when it comes to that. But as if you just are on three dates and you haven't had much intimacy or even kissed him, you can't really do that. Right. I think it's too early. It's a bit of you know. So I, I would I would hold on on that for now. So hold on for now. I want to keep talking about this subject. Yes. I've dated a man who kept bringing up his ex in the beginning a lot. Um, and I, I want to know how you handle that. Yeah, yeah. And I also want to know how long are we supposed to hear those comments? Um, you know, how long? I, I realize for her it's three dates, but let's talk more. Oh, when yeah. we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We are talking about an email we got from Gabby in Des Moines, Iowa, who says, I've been on three dates with a guy 
randomly he'll bring up his ex like, oh, we were here and oh, I did this with her. Mm-hmm. Simon, you said it's been three dates. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I mean, I said to Gabby three dates because I don't assume they've had the Ulala. I don't assume even they kiss. We don't know that. All we know is three dates. And him and his ex were together for four years. It's so- only natural that you're going to go places and experience things. He should also have a little bit of a filter. He should. So uh, maybe, you know, maybe it's the last time he will do that, hopefully. Uh, if he does it after you become intimate, that's really oh, a that's big a good for point. me deal breaker. Good point. If, because once you're intimate with somebody, you should be moving on in a different way. Yeah, exactly. Because you're emotionally and physically involved. You've got many things that are you know, connecting to each other. Right. If you're a guy and you still mention your ex-girlfriend after the ulala, something is wrong. Sometimes it just takes time. I mean, in this case, he was with her for four years. They probably did and saw a lot of things together. And especially if you're in, you know, a a smaller town or something, you're going to see a lot of the same places that you went with that person. True. Um, So sometimes it just takes time to get over. At the same time, there is a certain amount of time that I wouldn't let that go. Um, Like you said, after you're intimate, after you're an established couple, I don't think they're established after three dates, after they've had that conversation that we're a couple now, so let's leave everything in the past and Uh, just start with us. Absolutely. It's the famous clean the past to kiss the future. Exactly. Right, that's a good one. And that's what you need to do, Gabby. Simon, that's great advice for her, but we have some people that want to talk about it as well on the phones right now. 855-905-8255. Let's go to the next when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about dating someone who you feel isn't maybe quite over their ex. It was an email that came to you, Simon. Mm-hmm. Um, bonjour, Simon Marcel. From Gabby. Yep, Gabby said, hey, I've been on three dates with a guy and... He's great, but he keeps bringing up his ex. Like, oh, I went to this restaurant with my ex. It's only been three dates. That's it. And you had a great piece of advice that that was after the intimacy, right? Yeah, I I said, Angie, that, you know, after you've made love, after you've had the ooh-la-la, if a man still brings up the name of his ex, something is wrong. Something's wrong. Because Because now you've broken a barrier. You have have bonded. Yes. It's it's, different. It's totally different. So there is before even the first French kiss, the ooh-la-la, and afterwards. Okay, great. So let's go to the phone, 855-905-8255. See what our listeners have to say. On the line, listening on our new affiliate, WNIC 100.3 in Detroit. Here's Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Hey, hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, hey, bonjour. Thanks for listening. What do you have to say about this topic? You know, I, I, I listened to the email, and it's just kind of, it's hard to tell if, if he's insecure and needy and missing his ex, or if she's insecure and overly sensitive. Um, if they're, let's, let's, I would just say, let's assume that they're both adults. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Mentally, because physically, a lot of times we look like adults, and let's face it, we're children inside. Correct. Right? So, right. uh but let's, you know, if they're both adults, then she, there should be no issue with her or, or him, excuse me, him uh, discussing his ex or, or openly talking about his life. I don't think that as adults we should have to censor right. uh, our lives and tiptoe around people if they're going to be insecure. Ryan, I agree with you to a certain extent because this is still brand new. They've only been on three dates. And I understand that, 
you know, especially um, if you're in a smaller city or something, you're going to see, like I said, uh, a lot of places. But you have to have a certain filter. You know, like I wouldn't be in bed with a guy and be like, oh, my God, you do it just like the guy I was with last year. You know, there right. you have to even if you feel that way, even if you know that in your head, right. I'm not going to say, oh, I was on a romantic date yeah. with my ex here. Like there has to be a filter that you have. Yes, we all have those feelings. I've been to a million places uh, with my husband where I've seen with other men, other other things. Um, but I'm not going to say, oh, I was at this Starbucks with a guy I dated one time to my husband. You just know you what's to, right. Angie's right. You have to right, You have to leave the past in the past. You can't bring back the past or it invades and rot on your present. It's, it's very important to remember that. And so Angie's right. You have to censor yourself. Which comes naturally because, you you know, there's not such an interest about the past. I mean, Ryan, after. you must have been at a, a restaurant one time that you have been on with another person, you know, and you don't say, oh, I remember when I was here with my ex, we ordered the masticcioli and it was delicious. And then we went back to our house. Like, you have to stop yourself sometimes. Right. And I don't know that I would go down the rabbit hole on the, on the details of what we may or may not have done after dinner. Uh, but if it's an amusing anecdote... You know, I think there's a gray area. There's a context. You're right. Yourself. You're I'm right. Sorry? There is a context. You're right. You're right. Yeah. There is like if something it. if something extraordinary happened, like, oh, one yeah. time I was here with my ex and this is what happened. But if it's just day to day stuff. I mean, no, you know, I think there's this really, really fine line gray area between rhetorical sensitivity and censoring yourself. Ooh, that's and great. I think, and I think that if you're not kind of. Um, in empathy or some sort of, uh, if you're not connected to the other person that you're with and you understand that, like, hey, you know, she kind of winced the last time I brought up my my ex, I'm going to back that off a little bit because that's not cool to do. And she's clearly, she's clearly trying to still feel me out and I'm kind of coming off a as this doofy guy that's still hung up on his ex and, and she's wondering what she's doing with me right now. If you don't have that sensitivity and you're still yammering on, you're I probably agree. not mature enough to be in a relationship. I agree with no. that 100%, Ryan. I think you nailed it. He said rhetorical sensitivity, meaning I'm just throwing this out here as a uh, you know a footnote to what we're doing right now or, or whatever is going on. Simon, I want to give you an example. Yeah. And because my husband has done this to me in regards to his ex that he was with for seven years really? before me. So there's a long history there. And obviously things are going to come up in life right. where – He's got relation to her, to the to son she had, and blah, blah, blah. So right. there, there's going to be times, but there's a time and a place. And I think what Ryan said, you really nailed it. So, Ryan, thank you so much for yeah. your input. Thank you, Ryan. We hey, appreciate you, you. Love the show. Keep it up. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for listening, and uh, shout out to Detroit. So, Simon, when we come back, let's just let's talk about that a little bit more. When we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we've had this long conversation about, it started from an email. How long are you supposed to hear about the ex when mm. you start in a new relationship? A woman, Gabby, earlier from Philly was saying, hey, I dated this guy three times. He's brought up a girl, his ex-girl, yeah. in a few situations. And uh, our last caller, Ryan, had a really great point. He said there's a difference between rhetorical sensitivity and censoring yourself, meaning... If you're in a situation that is very similar 
to one that you were in with your ex, and it's extraordinary. Um, then it's like, wow, this is crazy because this happened then. That's one thing. It's it's rhetorical. You bring it up. Nobody's supposed to comment on it. It's whatever it is. And then censoring yourself. Yeah. Like every time I'm at Starbucks, I can't be like, oh, I used to order this and my ex ordered that every oh. single day because that's ridiculous, right? Ridiculous. So I have to give you an example. My husband, before we started dating, uh, was in a relationship with a woman for seven years. Mm-hmm. I win because we just passed the nine-year mark, yes. by the way. You always Couldn't win, wait to pass that seven. But anyway, um, there was a Super Bowl party we had at our house one time, and he told this story. He's like, I'll never forget. You know, he, my husband collects sports memorabilia. He had this football, like this signed football from whatever, and he's like, she was just trying to show off in front of all my boys, and she spiked my football and took it out of the case and spiked it in front of everybody just to be a show-off. And he's like, I was so mad. And maybe the part of me was like, what a B word. I can't believe she would do that. <laughs> the fact that he was telling a bad story about her made it better. You know, the fact that we were, it was Super Bowl, it was relevant, it was kind of like. So, Angie, to that point, when was the last time you heard about her? I, You've been together all these years. The last time I heard about her is when he was having dinner in Cincinnati, where he grew up and mm-hmm. where they dated, yeah. and she showed up at the bar. What? Randomly. When was that? Uh, Five years ago. You want to hear that story? Yeah, I want to hear that story. And I, what you said. I was not happy. Oh, I was you not know it. happy. I'll you... tell you that story when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, romance. We're talking about your uh, current relationship bringing mm-hmm. up the ex. Um, I was saying to you, Simon, before the break, that my husband had a seven-year relationship before he and I started dating. And you right. said, when was the last time that he, he brought her up? Yeah, her. Um, it was in Cincinnati, where they both dated and grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was five years ago. And we were engaged. At, no, we were married at the time. It was right after we got married. Okay. He uh, sent me a text and said, I ran into her. Yeah. I was out for dinner. She happened to walk into the bar. Okay. And he sent me a text, and that was all that it said. I was like, well, what? What? Uh, how does this happen? Oh, this seems a little too random. However, you know, there's a s- small little, like, area where a lot of people hang out, and she happened to walk in. It's conceivable. I understand that. They have a lot of mutual friends. They kind of go to the same places still to this day. So he was there on business uh, he proceeded to say, here's my wife. They shared pictures, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that it turned into a, like a little bit of a contest of who's got the better life right now. And he's <laughs> like, I felt so good walking away from that because she seemed very like trying to prove something to me. Like, I have this great life and blah, blah. He's like, I didn't feel the need to prove it. I just said, I'm yeah, happy. Yeah. I'm in love. I just got married. She said she was happy for me. I said I was happy for her. And that's how it ended. However... However, I was like, and then, <laughs> and then what? And was, was she giving you googly eyes? And I don't like it. And it seems a little bit too <laughs> coincidental. I might have held a grudge for a couple of days and pouted about it. But at least he told me and he was honest. And that's the last time you ever heard from her. Yes. Wow. Yep. Congratulations, Jason. That was the last time. Well, See? she's dead now, so we don't know. I mean, there's nothing she's, else to talk not. about, really. <laughs> no, kidding. Um, so when we come back, Simon, <laughs> let's switch gears before I get in yes. trouble. Uh, Simonandangie.com. That's where you send emails. We have a date or dump, our favorite oh, game. Oh, yes. We've, let's play that. Yeah. When we come back, somebody that wants to know if they should continue to date this person or, or dump, dump when we return on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie.
This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You can reach us anytime at simonandangie.com. Simon yes. and Angie is also everywhere on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Simon and Angie, everything. That's us. Okay, so you're listening to The Rendezvous, Love, Dating, Romance. We got an email for date or, or dump. dump. This is where somebody says, I'm dating someone. I don't know if I should continue or just dump them straight mm-hmm. out. I always feel like there's a nagging reason people send us these emails. So yep. let's get to this one. This <laughs> comes to us from Chris, who listens on Mix 93.1 in Holyoke, Massachusetts. He says, hi, guys. Hi. I took a girl out on a date last night. She's smoking hot. The date was really fun. <laughs> We had dinner, drinks, the conversation was on point, but something weird happened. She ordered two meals. She said she felt like having both things, and whatever she didn't eat, she was just going to take home in a doggy bag, which is okay, I guess. But then she didn't even offer to chip in. I just paid, didn't ask about it because it was so weird, and now I'm wondering if I just got used. What do you guys think? Should I date or dump her? Simon, I'm going to give you first dibs on this one. What a strange situation, though. Have you ever been on a date with a woman where she ordered two meals and took one to go? Never. I've had uh, uh, many times a woman ordering two desserts because I invite her to do so when they're really good. Like Desserts any, are little. Or if they have they a share. kid, you know, a, uh-huh. a single mom. Uh-huh. So I always say, order oh. a dessert for your kid. How sweet is that? Well, Wait a minute. You go on dates with single women and say, please take a dessert home for your kid? For your kid. Or, you know, ay, ay, always. Ay. You know, I you know. love you so much. So, but 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 I've Swoon. never... <laughs> but I've never ever been in a situation of a woman ordering two meals, two full meals. So, right. Chris, I, my instinct goes, you know, ringing there. Something is off. I just don't feel it. I don't feel it's normal. I don't feel it's just... I think you've been taking advantage of a little bit, to be honest. I think nobody orders two meals unless they have a sick mother or father at home. And then they should tell you about this, at least. I just think it's just weird. So I would I would lean to to dump because she ordered two meals. Uh, uh, Simon, strange. she ordered two meals and said she felt like having both things. And whatever she didn't eat, she was going to take home. So there was no situation where there was somebody sick at home. No, no I said. Yeah, like, like you said, there was no extenuating circumstances, which I would understand. It would be very sweet. This sounds like somebody who's an opportunist. Exactly. Right? It's exactly if you offer. Maybe, maybe she's going out on different dates every single night and getting a meal all the time, two meals, and she's set for the week. She could be, or it's for somebody else, or even a guy. So whoa, it, how about that? It would be like you know, hey, there was a concert. Somebody have a ticket for you, and the person would say, "Can I have two? You know, it's the same for me and my friend. Yeah, exactly. Right. My parents would say, "You can use, but you cannot abuse. Well, use, but don't abuse." Listen, he, he got abused, Chris. I am big on this one. I said dump her. I say dump as well. Yes. Simon and I both agree. Dump. Dump. I would even. Thank you for the bell, Adam. Yes, or the buzzer, whatever that is. I wouldn't even have the audacity to ask a man if I could order two meals. I think it's so chivalrous and sweet that a man is going to buy me dinner anyway and wants to take me out and treat me like a lady and be a gentleman. Yeah. The fact that you would ask to order two meals is ridiculous. Totally. It's not ridiculous. It's planned. Obnoxious. It's, it's obnoxious. It's a, and it is planned, it, it seems. It is planned in her mind yeah. for another reason. So I'm glad... I'm glad he emailed us. Chris, thanks for the email, by the way, because, I, you know, God it knows sounds, I'm generous, but yeah. this has never been asked before. You are very, very generous. I am. I mean, and, but that and is even just... like just a thank you 
uh, at the end of a dinner, like there's there's certain social graces that I feel like people don't have a thank you, uh, an offer to help pay, an offer to do anything, um, just to to show your appreciation. But then to go extra, it's the uh, you you give an inch and somebody takes a mile concept. You know, I'm I'm here on a different reason than to buy you dinner. The the real reason is I'm trying to get to know you, and now you're taking advantage of my generosity and my my chivalry. Absolutely. To use, but not abuse. Don't forget it. Yes. Use, not abuse. So, Chris, yes, we both believe dump and good luck. Bonne chance, Chris. Bonne chance. Bonne chance. No two dinners. No two dinners. You know, unless she's pregnant with your baby and you're you're eating for two. (laughs) Other than that, yeah. (laughs) Maybe three. But thanks for writing in simonandangie.com. If you'd like to send Mm -hmm. us an email, we would be more than happy to answer your question on the air if you're uncomfortable calling in, or you can call in anytime, 855-905-8255. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. This has been The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel. Angie Taylor. Oh, we had such a great show tonight. If you missed anything, please hit up simonandangie.com. Our podcast is there. You can listen back to our show. We talked about how to meet the girl of your dreams. That's for me, who's looking for my other half. Yes, so many good tips there. Um, uh, Bringing up the ex on dates and Simon, you had a great Simon Says for that one. Oh, thanks, Angie. We were talking about X and all that. And I said, don't let your ex poison your future. Leave them in the past. Don't let your ex poison your future. Leave them in the past. Please. It's hard to do. We, we drag a lot of insecurities, trust issues from our past relationships, but it's not the responsibility of the new person exactly. to, to hash that Stop all out. fresh from the past. Start fresh. Everything is fresh. Fresh and new. Yes. Simon, also, I want people to know that on simonandangie.com, you know, tomorrow night, there's a new episode of In Bed with Simon on the uh, FYI channel. Thanks, Angie. You don't want to miss it. Tomorrow night on FYI, it's going to be In Bed with Simon, and we have a very cool episode coming. So if you haven't seen or haven't heard or have not, just go to simonandangie.com. We have about 20 episodes of... It- this grand madness that and I do. The in bed on with television. Simon is you on a bed in a mall with people in on public. camera. Yes. Yes. And I ask relationship questions. You know, we had one about spooky love where people ghost, crazy stories disappear and stuff like that. We've had, I mean, the million dollar questions. We've had, you know, would you take a whole pass? We've had all the questions we will talk about the same at night. Yeah. Uh, but directly uh, in public with uh, regular folks. Face to face. Yeah, exactly. On a bed. On a bed. All romantic. You well, know, not really romantic because you're in a mall, but you 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 sit there so cute with uh, your legs. Romantic a little your bit. legs crossed, just very open. Criss, crisscross applesauce. Tell me all your problems <laughs> and people tell you everything. Yes, I, well, most most of the time they do. I love it. So make sure you check that out. It's all on our website, simonandangie.com. We will see you tomorrow night on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.